Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The XFL Try some stuff. It could be. It could be improved. I was entertained by the football. So you watched? I watched a little bit. Yeah. Nice. But I haven't actually had too much time to watch. I would say maybe I watch one batter and then I get back to work. Yeah. I brought the TV outside yesterday and there's on the deck. <laughs> what were you doing? What were you doing? You clean it up. Sitting <laughs> on the deck. Oh, okay. I, I didn't swear. He slurred. He slurred the S. He totally. No, I did not say that. Oh, we were concerned with the verb, not what yeah. he was sitting on. No. Okay. He was. He was. He added an H to he sitting on the deck. S H on the deck. Erroneous. Erroneous on all counts. Wow. I feel a poo coming. I don't. No, that's not true. If I was a neighbor, it's one thing to leave the dog bags out there. It's another thing for a human. You have roommates. I was sitting on the deck. Me and Tanny both heard it. I brought the TV outside yesterday, and there's on the deck. Get off the deck! All right. God, it's so uh, stupid. I don't Look know what Twitch, Shane. Look at the Twitch. Uh, he said it. He said it. No, I didn't yeah, Twitch. Did. I didn't Twitch. Everybody heard wow. it. Wow. No, I didn't say that. Now you're putting words in my mouth. You didn't use the word. What did I say? I never used the word. Consent. I must have heard the word somewhere else. No, I never I said. God, I never. I swear to God, I know you said it. I, 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 I will bet you any amount of money. I never. You used the back, I will use, I will give you I will use the I will give you any amount of money in the world that I never used the word No that's not good. I didn't say that What I said was All right a little deck dookie All right <laughs> Deck dookie I want the entire pool scrub sterilized and disinfection on the dock of the bay I'm a deck waste of time One two Three. Here we go, Tim. Here we go. Here we go, Tim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Yes, sir. Poor Otis Redding. I mean, first he died, which is a bummer, obviously. But then years later to have his song bastardized and bleeped for no apparent reason. Right, because I didn't swear. There's nothing to bleep. And, and neither the song nor my proclamation. There definitely isn't in the song unless I've been hearing it wrong my entire life. Just like you heard me wrong. Not true. Not possible. Whatever, dude. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed of Deck Dookie. I don't think you, it's, you, you think it's beneath you? I think, yeah, I don't think it's a great adult moment. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Well... You're on the wrong show, <laughs> and probably in the wrong profession, because we have 
moments of immaturity yeah. damn near every day. It's kind of it's kind of our thing. It's, well, it's all it's one of our, our things. Thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's the brand. It's the it's the fun. We we play in the toy department, yeah. right? We get yeah. to have fun. We don't have to take this too seriously. We do, we like to have fun here, and I like being reminded of that. We try. Time Speaking time. of immaturity, uh, just one more endorsement from my boys over at Second City Prime from the six three zero here for my last commercial read. I wasn't going to buy any cold water lobster, but if someone is depressed as Shane says it's better than boobs, I'm in. <laughs> so get yourself some lobster. Is that what you said? Do I need to start listening to these commercials? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I said getting a picture of the lobster is better than any nude I've ever gotten. Wow. Wow. You saw the picture of that lobster. It was <laughs> better than nudes, right? It was pretty good. <laughs> it, was pre- it, was, it was pretty good. I got to admit. It was huge. The lobster? That's for your imagination. Yeah. Yeah. South African cold water lobster, by the yeah. way. Oh, wow. It's South it's African your imagination, hot water and you're probably right. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, you all right? Yeah, I'm good, You're regretting man. all your life choices that hey, have led you to this a, point. a little bit on deck, Dookie. Um, so I, I was listening to Mel Brooks' uh, book on tape, and he's talking about Blazing Saddles, the legendary of course. farting scene in Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. And that was one of many scenes that after the screening, the fest, the studio head came up and said, take this out. Mm-hmm. You got a guy punching a horse? Nope, take that out. And Mel Brooks said, sounds good. All right. <laughs> he took all the notes, and then he crumbled up the piece of paper and threw it away. That's right. Yeah. So Sometimes he, you got to disregard <laughs> feedback and stick with what you know is funny and what works. Yep. When the movie's already made and you're Mel Brooks, you can do that. I hear all these, by the way, we'll get to the football in just a second. I hear all the, these entertainers, comedians, they talk about notes that they get from the studio. Oh, my God, yeah. The funniest people in the world get notes. I know. Outrageous. I mean, and, and he, we have egos, but imagine telling Mel Brooks what's funny. And he d- he decided <laughs> from the producers on, he always said, okay, good, let me write it down, okay, whatever yeah. you think, and then he crumbled it up, threw it away, and did none of it. Like, I fully admit to having an ego, and this job is literally to give my opinions on things that I am not qualified to do, right? Uh-huh. I can't hit a baseball, but it's like, I'll tell you who's good and bad at it. Can't throw uh, a baseball either. Oh, can't throw a baseball either, absolutely. Mm. But, man... Telling Mel Brooks what is and is not funny. Uh-huh. That's a wild place to be. So um, everyone's speculating on what the Bears are going to do. It's on every national show basically every day. We've talked about it before. We do it every day at 3 o'clock. Ryan pulls the offseason. He could do anything. But it, it it's enough people that are not take artists are talking about trading Justin Fields. And polls open up the door. He said, you know, I'd have to be completely blown away by it. Uh that and, and I've said I like listen I don't think it's insulting to suggest you trade Justin Fields and you draft a quarterback because if it was Caleb Williams or if it was Andrew Luck or if it was Trevor Lawrence we would all be saying trade Justin Fields and draft the quarterback because mm-hmm. of the unique opportunity of taking the top quarterback with the number one overall pick and having that rookie contract for five years so I don't think it's insulting to have the hypothetical and then when Todd McShay says that he would do it when Lock and Forrest says general managers are expecting it to happen. A, a little snowball effect starts to happen, right? There's momentum to the story. But then on the other side, there is arguably the number one pick in the NFL reporter draft. Like Schefter and Rappaport break the most news, but in terms of like sourced within the league, Peter King of Monday Morning Quarterback. It's a name, not a condition. Yeah, he he talks to everybody all the time. He went on with Colin Cowherd, who had said, trade the guy, And uh, this is what he said. So when I hear the Justin Field rumors, there is part of me, Peter, that kind of buys them. Do you buy it at all? No. (laughs) And I don't know factually. I don't know factually that they wouldn't listen on Justin Fields. But 
tell me, tell me this, Colin. You could talk about all the draft choices you wanted. Remember when Miami would have given five ones to move up to get Joe Burrow and the Bengals smartly said no? I'm not saying that Justin Fields is Joe Burrow. What I am saying is with the worst receiver core in football last year, getting the crap beat out of him, he rushed in 1,500 in 15 games. He rushed for 1,100 yards. And yeah, he completed only 60% of his passes. That's got to be a little bit better. It will be better if they add two receivers and they get better there. Uh, I, I think it's ridiculous to think about trading a guy who the coaches like, who I can tell you offensive coordinator Luke Getze really likes and who he wants to keep working with. So I would doubt they were going to trade him, nor do I think sh they should trade him. Well, the Getze thing is interesting. So we talked to Getze, maybe senior bowl somewhere else, and genuinely really believes that Getze is a fan. And he's not reporting, and he says, like, listen, I'm not reporting factually that they won't trade him, but he's a very informed individual, says the Getze thing. I, I still think after all of this, because we're not even, man, we're not even, what, we're midway through the first quarter? Of the speculation, or I guess we're probably at the end of the first quarter just from like when they actually got the, the first pick in the draft. But when they got the first pick in the draft, no one was really talking about it nationally because you still had the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. The speculation really started after the Super Bowl. But we have so much still to come on all of this that I think that what's going to happen... God, we're that early in this. We're so early in it, man. Uh, I think what's going to happen is that the more people who say... Like the crazy move, the trade him, the blow it up. It's good to kind of be grounded in. But remember, there are really sensible, smart, informed national people who are saying, don't do it. I still don't think they will. Mm -hmm. I still don't think they should. I do think it's possible that they will. And that's why it's going to be a conversation from now until late April. I was hoping it was stronger from Peter. Well, I, but here, here's the thing. I, I, I no, do you don't, think, no, you don't, but, but I don't, I don't because, you, because you, I want the speculation. You, I, I've you, said that I want the rampant speculation. I want the possibility of all of it. I want, I want teams thinking that, that, that fields might be dealt. So the bears might take a quarterback number one. So then they have to blow them away with right. a trade offer to get to number one. Yeah. You don't want it to be definitive. No. The only way you want it to be definitive is if fields was definitive. Like if, if fields had removed all doubt, if he was Joe Burrow, if he was Justin Herbert, his rookie year, yeah. like if you, if you, if you had removed all doubt, well, then, okay, fine. Yeah, no, I, I, I misspoke for a moment there. I, I'm on record, and I definitely really want chaos. Yeah. I want freaking chaos. And we seem to be getting there in terms of the quarterback prospects. Um, I, I saw that, that Brent Sobleski from Bleacher Report had shared that the Bleacher Report rankings right now have C.J. Stroud number one, Anthony Richardson number two, Bryce Young number three, and Will Levis not even carrying a first-round grade. Now, that's crazy. But your old buddy Sam Munson from Pro Football Focus has hopped on that, and he hopped on NFL Network today and was talking about how there's three different quarterbacks that he has seen mocked in number one overall, and the fourth guy could easily. Stroud and Richardson are so toolsy, and Stroud was so good in the college football playoff 
that both of those guys have a chance to be, if not the first quarterback, then the second quarterback. So, like, we're, we're, we're headed towards, at least right now, the opposite of a clear number one of, like, maybe three or even four guys who could go anywhere in the top three or four. And Ryan Poles' challenge may be to use that kind of chaos to his advantage. That may be the challenge he's faced with as opposed to the definitive number one, which would be the easiest thing to deal with. Yeah. If it's chaos and everyone has a different QB ranks, number one on your board, someone is going to be convinced that they can stand pat or trade up to a spot lower than one and get your guy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a scenario that absolutely exists and you're going to have to play teams against each other and convince them that, no, 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 they're drafting your guy, but you're not going to know who their guy is. And for a guy who's doing it really for the first time in the draft at these kind of stakes, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the room and, you right. know, but but, but it's, what kind of, this is poker now. Yeah, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very difficult to to maneuver. And I and I would think like, like, you're never going to know definitively. Like, you'd have to have be very well sourced to know, okay, Houston, uh, number one on their board is this guy. Indy number one on their board is this guy. Carolina number one on their board is this guy. Like it's that's going to be a you're going to maybe have inklings, but it's going to be very tough to to have any degree of certainty on that. But I just think that it's going to be very easy for people in our business to highlight and amplify the scenarios where they blow it up because it's dramatic. It would be, I mean, it would honestly be one of the ballsiest moves I've ever seen an executive make in any sport. If he traded fields? Yeah. If you trade... To trade a quarterback that you know can be very, very good for you. Who was a first-round pick, who a ton of your fan base has fallen in love with, who was a top-selling jersey, who was on record-setting pace, who checks every box in terms of intangibles and all of that, to trade that guy to draft a 180-pound quarterback would be unbelievable. Hmm. I, so I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but if we're going to amplify the people who say that it could or it should because it's bombastic and it'll get a lot of you know clicks and attention, we should also do it when it's like even-keeled Peter King's like, nah, it ain't going to happen. And then Lewis Riddick, one of the smartest football analysts in the game, he was on ESPN kind of baffled at the entire notion. Is there something about Justin Fields that I don't know? Is there something about Justin Fields that the people who have kind of taken this whole thing and just kind of turbocharged it, that they know that I don't know about Justin Fields, that people are saying, you know what, we need to move on from him because he's never going to realize his potential, and Bryce Young is the answer. Because remember, at one point in time during the regular season, it was Luke Getze's the problem. You're running him too much. You're not letting him throw it and develop his and throw <laughs> develop his throwing acumen. It was get this offensive coordinator the hell out of here. Before that, it was get Matt Nagy the hell out of here. Th- these guys don't know what to do. And now it's let's get Justin <laughs> Fields out of here and let's just get a new quarterback. It's like it doesn't like make this make sense to me. Okay, because if you if you I'll tell you what if you put Bryce Young with that offense. Hmm. And you took Justin Fields, right? And you gave him two years in Philadelphia's <laughs> offense with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Miles Sanders, and Lane Johnson, and Jason Kelsey. I'm going to tell you what. I'll take Justin Fields 100 out of 100 times. Well, that's fair. And that's the argument. Well, see, there, that, that's well said. So Fields with help versus Bryce Young with what the Bears have. They, that's 100 out of 100 times. But question that, is Bryce that's Young. Obviously not the, that's not the true choice. Right. Bryce Young with the help or Fields with the help. It, it's, well, because it's not Fields with the Eagles situation and Bryce Young with the Bears situation. It's Fields with the Bears situation needing to pay him in two years 
or Bryce Young and the assets that you get from trading number one or Bryce Young with the Bears situation needing to pay him in five years with the lesser assets that you get for trading Justin Fields. So it, 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 he created a little bit of a straw man there. All right, it just happened. It just happened. That was a Danny Parkins thought experiment. Those last 30 seconds, that, that broke my brain. I'm, I, I'm defeated. No. I, I'm in a puddle of my no. own... My own Bears thoughts. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. What did I do? Did I do something wrong? No, he didn't. You just you stated it very well, but I, I just had I just had a hard time coming to grips with it. Okay. Yeah. I'll slow it down. You want to do it again? It. Lewis Riddick said, well, "I would take." See if I can get it. He he like inserted Jalen Hurts into the conversation for some reason. <laughs> he was like, "I would take Justin Fields yeah. if he had Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey and Miles Sanders and Devontae Smith and AJ Brown in right, two right. years in the system, a hundred times over a hundred, as opposed to Bryce Young in the Bear situation." Right. But that's that's not really the that's thing. not the choice. Yeah. The choice is uh-huh. Justin Fields plus the assets that you get for trading the number one overall pick, uh-huh. and the reality of you need to pay him in two years yes, yes. versus Bryce Young needing to pay him in five years uh-huh. and the lesser assets you get for trading Justin okay. Fields. That's the decision that there Ryan Poles has to make a, 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 a value judgment With the on. butler in the dining room yeah. with the crowbar. There's a lot of going on, man. It's, it's there's a complicated a lot case, going on. There's a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Thankfully, I'm on, on a pretty strict alcohol and drug regimen to keep the dudes uh, I, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, you seem to be in a, a very good headspace. Yeah. What's the strict regimen? Not having it? Uh, I'm quoting Big Lebowski, white Russians, uh, Jays, and the occasional hallucinogen, oh, okay. I, I, I think, is, is, what I'm, is, what, is what he did. All right. All right, Clevenger. Yeah, I, no, no, I don't. I've, I've, I've never, I've never done Jesus that. Jesus Christ! I know. Sorry. I've, I've never done that. Allegedly, yeah, it was yeah. too far. Yeah, that was too far. Allegedly, uh, it fell apart. Yeah. allegedly, it was the, um, it was the brain experiment. Allegedly, too far. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there we go. We got, we got Lewis Riddick. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll speak in your language. <laughs> Buckets. Oh yes. <laughs> in, in the there's going to be chaos. They should upend the entire thing. Buckets. There's guys like Lock and Fora and, uh, and who else that we were talking about? Tannenbaum mm-hmm. said it. And, uh, oh, and Todd McShay. Yeah. And then in the status quo, trade the number one overall pick, build around Justin Fields' bucket, we got Peter King and Lewis Riddick. That's, there you go. You understand? I do. All if right. you're going to speak in my language, could you include a shortstop, please? <laughs> Justin Fields played baseball. I did. In fact, Justin Fields credited being a shortstop for his ability to make those off-angle throws and have the arm at whatever angle is necessary, as we've seen him do, to squeeze it into an odd window. Yeah. Because as a shortstop, you got to make the throw from wherever you happen to be at the moment you are. So. It's all due to baseball, baby. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to baseball. Yes. Including a transformation of a highly significant Chicago athlete that uh, I'm guessing someone might disagree with his methods on this show. It's next on The Score. Eloy Jimenez gone too soon with a torn left pectoral. He's not gone too soon. He's there. He's smiling. He's excited. And he's playing the outfield. He wants to play the outfield. Oh, he's going to play the outfield. He's been saying it all offseason. And 
He's, he's excited to do it. And Andrew Benintendi's a left fielder, so that would mean Eloy in right field. It's where he did play in the minors, played a bunch there in the minors. And Benintendi has to play left field. But he, he's, a, he's a left fielder <clears throat> because of his arm and all that. So he's in left, and then obviously Robertson's center. Mm-hmm. And so that leaves Eloy at DH. But for the White Sox, occasionally, he's going to be in right field. We're going to have to do some over-unders here at some point. But Yeah, because Oscar Colas is going to be given every chance to be at least half of the right field situation, if not more. I would think more, right? I mean, if I if I put it at 30 starts in right field. For Eloy Jimenez? For Eloy Jimenez. Would you take the over or the under on that right now? We'll do it again before opening day, but. Under. Under? And I think he's going to be pissed about it. Yeah. You know, it's gonna, it's going to be interesting because yeah, Grafol's got a got I mean, a battle on his hands. It's basically once a week. Yeah, well, it's um, one right. Thirty is basically once a week. Yeah, I I I think under's probably right. I think under's probably right. They'll have they'll have other folks that they can they can put out there. Romy can play a corner. Tanny um, every once in a while. Under under. So all okay. Across the board, everyone thinks it's the under. But Shane, you got you got some beef with Eloy slimming down. I've got beef with Eloy slimming down quite literally. If mm. anybody doesn't know, twenty five to thirty pounds, the man says he has lost. He says it feels good. Right. It, it, they just posted a video of him doing some stand ups in front of their green screen for social and for promo and stuff like that. He looks really good. He looks healthy. Yes. Like he's a big boy. He needed to slim down a little bit, especially if he's, he's, he's going to play the outfield, especially for for longevity. But Eloy cut out red meat from his diet and that's how he did it so it's quite literally a beef between Eloy and I and if he's saying that that's all it takes I don't want it you go ahead spike my cholesterol you spike my blood pressure if I'm giving up red meat just to lose weight I've lost my will to live well you gave up alcohol during the week occasionally yeah Yeah, for like four days (laughs) and then I went to a concert last night and drank and and, uh, the president's day fell on a Monday this year Uh, so so I I, you know had a couple drinks on Monday right Mm. but you but you were amazed that when you stopped drinking during the week occasionally you you lost a couple pounds you you feel incredible but also you you feel a little bit better having a having a whiskey with dinner that's the thing man last night I Steph was out with a friend for a dinner Got the kids to sleep. Oh, must be nice. Just making some food. It's like I am going to not drink. Yeah, how'd that go? I had a glass of red wine, <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought about how I probably shouldn't be drinking. It's uh-huh. tough, man. I've got a lot of good whiskey at it, home. It, I like it, a, I like a single whiskey or sometimes two. Yeah. to wind down at night. I, I'm three nights in a row not drinking. Stressful yeah. night. It was very You're stressful three night. in a row. Three nights in a row. So do you lead the, you lead the show? right now? I think now. I lead the show right now. I have three nights yeah, in a row not I, drinking. I drink last night. I also haven't had a carb in two days, which has uh, been been wow. good for wow. me. You going keto? Uh, sometimes, you know, I, I do carbs with one meal a day. Or if I'm not feeling it, I don't even bother because carbs stick to me and make it harder to lose weight. But that's for most people, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing with carbs. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. That's I, a I, big I'm, thing. Not, I'm not a nutritionist, but no, I, th- I think call. they stick to most people. You know, it's all part of the all part of the big plan. That's uh, it's underway. But yeah, three nights in a row, no drinking. Am I, am I leading the show, Tanny? Do I have no, you? No, you know I don't drink really. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I'm unless saving, we're in Vegas. Yeah, I'm saying it all for Vegas. Acts baby. a fool. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah He's yeah, been talking about the smoked old fashioned at the Circa Hotel Bar for the last four weeks. All right, make him one tomorrow at four o'clock when Wani's here. Dude, he won't do it. Wani's not. Yeah, Wani's yeah, not coming tomorrow. Wani's where's where's Wani? Shane would do it if Wani were coming in. Special, yeah. a special case. I, I would kill a man for Dave Wanstead. Are you killing me? <laughs> we know. Are you kidding me? We know. If Dave, if Dave walked in here tomorrow and said, Shane, Shane, wake up. 
need you to murder someone. I, sounds good, Dave. Whose car are we taking, Coach? Yeah, whose car are we taking? Just name them, Coach. I'll kill someone for you. you kidding me? What are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about here, Coach? That's nice. I'd kill for him. Would you kill for any of us? Well, it depends on the situation, I think, Danny. Well, you said you wouldn't even ask any follow-up questions for Dave. Yeah. No, of course not. Would you? Yeah, no. He, he, would I kill for Dave? No, no. Would you ever ask Dave a follow-up question? Yeah, just to get him to talk if, more. If, get if another the, story. If the question was, will you kill somebody, I'd ask a few follow-up questions. Huh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. See you never know what story. You guys, no, Dave was, Dave was a recruiter at USC. He's got stories. He's got stories about that. Sure. Yeah, I know. I can't. Don't, don't tell that one. I those know. were off the record over dinner. You can't it's tell okay. those stories. But that job, that, that job, the is, job on the is on the record. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but how much he paid each, each individual player is not. <laughs> yeah, right, but how much he paid O.J. Simpson's off the record. No. Uh, are you? So are you saying you'd rather have a bigger, worse, slower right fielder for your beloved White Sox, but someone who ate red meat? Yeah. I feel the same way about Justin Fields. Get that you, guy eating red meat again, and if, if he's a little slower, I'm okay with you that. You can't get all the way in on Justin Fields. No, I can't. Vegan. I can't trust him. Wow. I can't trust someone who doesn't eat red meat. I say that to Ray all the time back here. Ray, yeah. Ray used to be a vegan, is now vegetarian because he's eating cheese every once in a while. What athlete, so, what what athlete was that reading the other day said, I haven't been vegan for years. People got that wrong. So somebody came out as, I don't know as no reading. longer vegan. <laughs> Come, Clark, on, <laughs> Come on, Danny. Come on, Danny. came out as no longer vegan. Is that what you said? They came out they, of the non-vegan <laughs> closet. Did they have a press conference? Their dad was mad. <laughs> like, I didn't raise you yeah. like this. Uh, uh, they had it's not whole, the way I was raised. whole sitcom on ABC about it. <laughs> <laughs> it did. You just said what? You were reading the other day. I was reading. What I was I reading, Danny? <laughs> that didn't make it into my. I haven't been vegan for years. Ecosystem. I don't know. All right. Wasn't Justin? No, I don't think it was. No, I think Justin's still vegan. Because he still is. I think he's still vegan. Look, take a look at a, a picture of Eloy Jimenez in the minors. That is a very thin, long, and lanky man who was destroying baseball. Do you remember the acrobatic catch that he made in yes. the Futures game I, over the wall? I have thought about it many yeah. times in right field over the wall. And I remember watching that and, and thinking, man, the Cubs got a guy who can play right field like that. And it's it's bombs. And then you come to realize, oh, no. But the thing is, you know, he's a good athlete. You've seen him run sometimes. and He will run hard. He likes to be a complete player. He's just gets hurt easy. If this is motivating him, I think I think it's good. I think it's a very good and healthy thing, and I don't think he will lose power. That's a misnomer, that if he gets smaller, you lose power. If anything, he's going to gain bat speed. Sure. You know, he's going mean, to... He's not a small individual. Right. And in theory, he got also is still strong. Yes. He just, he's just trimming some of the fat. He trimmed some of the fat, not the muscle. Right. Textures say you read about Prince Fielder uh, no longer being vegan. I did not, but thank you. Okay. I appreciate, right. appreciate that. How long do you Sounds think good. you could be a vegan? How long? How long could I be a vegan? Like, could, could, like if I said I'll give you a thousand bucks to do it for a week. Yeah, no problem. Oh, no problem. Yeah, yeah, zero problem. I did it for three months, Shane. I was vegan for three months. Right. Yeah. Wow, that surprises me, Shane. I'm not positive that you could do it. All right, then give me a thousand bucks. No, I'm not. I mean, I don't, <laughs> oh no way. Okay. <laughs> oh no, he's not going to do it, nothing. I'm just saying. You think you do it? Yes. I, I don't think I could. It's no yeah, animal products. It's uh, no- how's he, how, Danny, how's he going to make it one week without eating undercooked chicken parm? <laughs> Danny, do you know how many products uh, are available? Very well. do, do, there, there are vegan options for everything. Oh, like the At fake meats and the fake store, cheeses. Yes, but I would do it the right way. I wouldn't eat the impossible meat. 
That's, I, I would be that, a real vegan. That's what I'm saying. As insufferable as ever. Those <laughs> stupid vegans. What do they? they just, oh, go protest something else. They, they they just eat vegetables. Yeah, yeah. They're rabbits. <laughs> All vegans are rabbits, and they're riding their bicycles everywhere. Get a car, dork. I think I think they use like soy protein. And, Ugh. Like, might be some tofu Virgins. involved. <laughs> some virgin ass vegans. Man, well, because I got to be honest, I'm not pleased with my resolve on like occasionally trying to not drink. It's tough, man. Or smoke. It's tough. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, it, Shane, you've been watching uh, Poker Face, right? Did you see Poker Face on Peacock? Have you seen that show? <laughs> no. Oh, you should. It's good. It's very good. But there's Who's there's, in it? there's a barbecue pitmaster who turns vegan in the middle of the episode. Oh wow! It's Natasha Leone. Um, what a quitter! Yeah, yeah. what a weak N- person. N- Natasha Leone solving uh, solving crimes because she can tell when anybody's lying. It's a good show. But so they were their 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 career and their livelihood was barbecue. Yeah, so barbecue pitmaster. And it, then they decided to be a vegan. Yeah. Got in a, the middle of doing a show about barbecue. Got a conscience. Yeah. Yeah. Got a conscience and, and turned into a turned into I don't a know. Vegan. I don't I don't like it's it. It's spiritual, man. There's a whole spiritual the, well, component, I know, you know? I know. Just, you got I mean, a soft kindness. spot. You gotta, kindness. Yes. What about the food chain? Just source <laughs> your meat properly. Chain? Like, what do you mean? Get high quality meat that was treated properly before slaughter. Hey man, the Jews are all over that. We invented kosher. Because we're like, there's only one way you're oh supposed to God. kill a no, cow. No, here's the thing, Speaks, with the, the Jewish kosher thing. Oh boy. Oh, the, okay. This this cow what? can be treated like crap, uh-huh. but you get a rabbi out to the farm and puts his hand over his head and blesses him, yeah. and all of a sudden the cow is kosher. Cover his eyes. Jesus and Christ. And kill man. him fast. Literally Jesus Christ. <laughs> a member of the tribe. I mean, kill the cow fast, not anybody. No, yeah, no. Okay. You, you can't just raise a cow on bad grass and bring a rabbi out and say it's kosher. No, it's good. It's good meat for you. Wait, are you saying that there are some inconsistencies with organized religion? Yeah, yeah, I am. What? Yeah, here's the thing, kids. God isn't real. Oh God. He went from calling we, vegans virgins. We were doing we're, so oh, well. Yeah, no, what a it was, show. It was Eloy Jimenez. Yeah. Is that where we started? The problem is I agree. And now God isn't real. It escalated so what fast. A show. One stringer getting us that tape would have saved that <laughs> from happening. Yeah, you blame this on the part-time stringers that were sending out to Arizona for not getting us the Eloy tape. You had to let me wax poetic on rabbis and kosher meat. Yeah. You were talking about Jesus Christ there? Uh, that's what I was implying, yeah. 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 Good. yeah. 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 Thank you. Thanks for Thank clarifying you for, that. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes it all... Is there anybody who hasn't been insulted in this segment? Let's see. Vegans. Uh... You guys know Tanny drinks vodka cranberry? <laughs> okay. Not in Vegas. Not in Vegas, I'll probably baby. have a couple. Yeah, me too. It's refreshing. It's good by the pool. Sounds delightful. Yeah. I'm not sure what the problem Watching is. Watching Yasmin bring us margaritas? <laughs> yes. 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 Best I ever saw. Oh man! Oh man! Best best waitress and blackjack dealer I ever saw. <laughs> we are going to circa. Oh yeah! For the second weekend Good of the tournament. Call. I've How heard the that? promo. Come out and see us. Oh man, that's gonna be fun. That'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. If you're going out there for the second week of the tournament, when there's a regional out there. Then come by Circa Swim and come hang out and watch Tanny drink smoked old fashions that he gets from Yasmin. Yeah. We don't do that at the pool. We do margarita yeah. pitchers at the pool. Oh, I'm sorry. Smoked yeah. old fashions is at the Circa Bar when we walk in. Because the check margarita in. pitchers are so delicious, it doesn't feel like you're drinking alcohol while working. Oh, yeah. No, it's incredible. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, I think we should see how many pitchers we, we can get through. Because we haven't done two four hour shows there yet. 
Like, this is the first time we're doing a Thursday and a Friday. Right, but after this segment, we might not be going. <laughs> oh, no, we, we for sure will. There are no rabbis out there. It's, it's, uh, Bubby, yeah, will, it Bubby will help us uh, drink the margarita pitchers. I Bubby heard that. So kind of Bubba to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah way to step up, Bubby. That's fantastic. She's on it. We help you get through the sportslessness. Which Bubba is- Dominguez. <laughs> we crashed and burned a lot this segment, guys. <laughs> I believe in our ability to restart next segment, but that's, I that's one of us. But I don't know. My confidence no. is waning. <laughs> it's Parkinson Spiegel to score. Everybody, we are live. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Strange twists and turns with the guys over there on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. We're having a little fun. They'd rather have twelve TVs set up in their TV watching cave. What's missing? Give up television. This ain't reality TV. Binging TV shows. She's watching all of NCIS right now. Leave that. Don't touch that. My program's coming on. You've been reading about all that? You've been seeing that? No sports until Friday in town with the Bulls, so we're trying to tell each other what we're watching, sell you on what to watch. You talked about, uh, Tanny talked about The Last of Us yesterday. Very popular show. Big risk by Tanny. There's a lot of criticism here for picking a popular show <laughs> uh, no. yesterday. I haven't seen it, though. I do want to see it. I you do. Go. One person has seen it. He so. got me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, got me. He got both of us, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah, no, when he said it is the best, most anticipated show he's seen since season one of True Detective. That'll make your head spin. That, yeah, it puts it at the top of the list. say season one. What? I didn't say season one. You didn't? No. Yeah, you're a big fan of the Colin Farrell season. Of, yeah, that's what I meant. Of True Detective. All right. Uh, you said when we were king. Muhammad Ali documentary. The Muhammad Ali documentary about the rumble in the jungle and the the concert that went with it. Incredible concert footage as well as boxing stuff. Well, so the two shows I'm watching, uh, one you referenced in passing yesterday, and one actually came up in in transition, and that's Shrinking and Full Swing. So I'm watching those two shows right now, but I want to talk to you about Shrinking. For a second, Harrison Ford said it was the best script he'd ever read. Ooh. Um, guy's been around yeah. for, for a while. And I was thinking about it because I, I watched a little bit of it with, with Steph, but then Steph said she didn't want to keep watching it because of the subject matter. Better and than Secret Life of Pets 2? It's surprising. That's weird. It's surprising. I think his problem was is that they replaced Louis C.K. off of Secret Life of Pets one. Yeah, and so he because well, the masturbation thing. Yeah, it was kind of a scandal. <laughs> they got him with that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I think that was Harrison Ford's Potted issue. Plant situation. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was the. I don't know if that was the issue. Better than Hollywood Homicide. <laughs> Six days and seven nights too was a was a good one that he was in. Um, are you just reading Harrison Ford's IMDb page? Dude, he's yes. been in a lot of movies. He's been in a lot of movies. <laughs> Somehow passed over Call of the Wild though. And then I met and Buck. Then I met Buck. <laughs> Better than Force Ten from Navarone. <laughs> what the hell is that, dude? But do you <laughs> avoid shows? So like, it's it's about uh, Jason Siegel's character is struggling with dealing with the loss of his spouse. Yes, and so there there's a, a large component of grief in the show, and this is something that is very present in. Steph and I's life right now as mm-hmm. I get vulnerable with you for a second, both about my dad and anticipatory grief with, with Brad. And it's been something we've been dealing with like very heavily for a lot. But I I still really like the show. And even on some level, it's like it's it's kind of helpful mm-hmm. in some way to like find like it's a show that is about grief. And therapy around grief, 
but is still funny. Yeah. And so I have actually found it somewhat useful and borderline cathartic because it's like I'm not taking my mind off of it, but I am still finding like a one degree separation departure. And I can't think of another example in my life where I have used entertainment that way. I would imagine a lot of people who love music have done that sort of thing. Listen to a song about a subject that is near and dear to you know, if you're thinking with about fatherhood or a relationship with sure. the mom, you know what I mean? But I don't really use music in that way. And so it's, it's I'm been, with you, though. I use art in that way. I, I, I use I use movies in that way. If there's a movie that it's particularly close to home and offers catharsis as people are working their way through stuff, that's great by me. I was I know. And I just I know to me, I was, I was thinking about it. I was like, so like I used to when I was when I would go to Vegas, I'd be like, I'm going to watch rounders on the plane. But that's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a, it's a serious, like, mood. So I was trying to think of another example of would you watch a movie? I mean, uh, Field of Dreams. I would imagine people would watch Field of Dreams to feel a connection with maybe their dad. The father uh, and uh, baseball. Uh, around baseball, around opening day mm-hmm. or, or something like that. But I have found myself really enjoying shrinking, and I think I'm enjoying it more than I normally would enjoy it. Though it is a very good show because it seems to be speaking to a particular time in my life. Well, I'm also, yeah. I, I Does that make sense? Does what I'm saying make sense? It may, make, makes all the sense in the world. But also, I know you as a guy who, like, goes into his feelings, whether you talk about it or not. Like, you, uh, you deal with it. You, like, try to feel your feelings and actually deal with it. And if I do my absolute best. It's been very difficult. I know. But I, I try very hard. I yeah. know, but you, you actually try. So you were not afraid of sitting in it and stewing in it amidst the art, especially if it's making you laugh. That was the thing, right? That's that's super helpful. It, it felt it. I was so I, I I recommend the show. Yes, it's got the positive vibes of the you know the same writer as as Ted Lasso. Yes, it's got the star cast, but it also like it if you if you want a comedy that deals with grief. Yeah, four episodes in. See, like, this thing's really damn good. See, it's interesting. I, I've seen. I think the fifth episode. I think the fi- the fifth one is out, and I've seen all five. Okay, then I've seen all five. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah if yeah, yeah. you've seen everything, and it's interesting that you feel it's that much about grief because it certainly is in part about grief, but it's just that one character. But of course, it's resonating the most for you. I, I, I a couple I, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. The, the, the daughter the, as well. The, the daughter. But, yeah. But the daughter's damage is kind of him. As much as it is the grief. What what I ended up walking away with is realizing it's all these characters helping each other. That's what I really love about it. Like yes. they all different generations and different points along their therapeutic path or whatever. Yeah. But everybody's kind of helping each other grow at the same time, which I find particularly beautiful. And I'll tell you another level if I get very personal. Uh, my dad loved Harrison Ford because he loved Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And. Parkinson's is not the same thing, obviously, as my dad having dementia, but it is a it's a disease that leads to anticipatory grief because it's terrible, and his yeah. character has Parkinson's, and so it is hitting me on like a number of levels yeah. in this way, and it's just I always leave him laughing. Everybody, I'm just saying, but but I but I'm saying it in a way like the show is funny. Oh yeah, I know that. It's, it's it's like a it's a beautiful show that presents. A bunch of different characters mm-hmm. in a multi-dimensional way that deals with really serious issues, yep. but still finds moments for levity and laughter. And it's a thirty-minute watch. Like I, 
I just I don't know I, I I've I felt I, I feel the show yeah. I really do recommend the show I'm uh, I'm right there with you uh, as a matter of fact so uh, yeah no that's a that's a good call and uh, ther- I just felt like we, we didn't do enough on it yesterday so I wanted to give it, give it a little bit of extra love today and uh, I'm gonna sell you on something tomorrow yeah okay to involve atheists Black or Hawks. vegans and sell you on the Blackhawks tomorrow hey, man. So be careful I've been trying all week. You know, might have been Patrick Kane's God. last game last night. We'll put home. Jay on at some point, but hockey sucks. Oh, it doesn't th- always, though. It really doesn't. Patrick Kane almost with the storybook goal. That would have been to a great say goodbye. That would have been a great goal. Yeah, but it didn't count. It's true. Yeah, we'll put Jay on. Let's put Jay. On. I would love to talk to Jay. Taves and Kane finishing like this. It's very strange. Yeah. All right. A couple of all timers. Yeah. Who don't have, games. don't have Alzheimer's. No, thank you. End it. End it. Yeah. That's what you do to me. Gabe following us. That's what you do. You are the absolute worst. The worst. You shouldn't be ashamed of Deck Dookie. You should be ashamed of that. (laughs) Thank you to Jason Goff. I wish I had said Deck Dookie now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Jason Goff. He was on the show today. That was our only guest. Uh, Is there a positive vibe in here right now? Thank you to Connor O'Donnell and Kevin Lapka. Gabe Ramirez comes up next. Shane Reardon is our executive producer. Chris Danahill makes us up better than we you are. You watch Kicking and Screaming day. yet, or what's going on? Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get to it. Uh, for Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkins and Spiegel. This is the score. Yeah, it was supposed to be you know, all fun and games, but obviously it, it hasn't turned out that way. And if I had fanned anybody, it was not the case. It was just uh, friends having, having fun and um, as I said, if, if I offended anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.